Ladies and gentlemen, fellas, 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 we are off the Masters Week and we're back in the Gulf Streets at the RBC Heritage Harbor Town this week. And I'm coming your way right now, coming in on Thomas Jefferson Day of this recording on Tuesday to give you the top 10 plays in the day and a quick course preview. So why not get right into it right now? The number 10 play in the day for me, the number 10 play for this event for me is going to be Mr. Daniel Berger. And what better time to get a DB double cheeseburger than on sale after Masters Week after you get in that miscut, the MC popping out for Daniel Berger. And what did he do with the Masters? Well, who knows? Because the Masters doesn't give us that type of data. I mean, we can kind of look into it, but it's unofficial. He did lose strokes though, and he did end up missing the cup. But before that, Daniel Berger was fine. He was winning at the AT&T, right? And he was gaining almost 17 strokes at the AT&T. He finished top 10 at the Players' Championship, a very loaded field where he gained over nine strokes tee to green. And as you can see on the screen right now, these are where his ranks are currently in this specific field in strokes gained. That is what you're seeing. He's a number 10 and top 10 overall birdie or better player. He is expensive, yes, but he is somebody that I am looking to pay up for the most in the $10,000 plus range this week. Currently ranks out for me as my number 10 overall play this week. Right now, based on my projections and ranks, you can find all those things down below if you want to follow along with number 11, 12, and all the guys in this 100. 38 very odd number it's actually an even number sound you know ends in eight then as you go to school went to public school and what are you gonna do you don't get the best of jam what are you gonna do a burger right now projects out for me for 77.6 fantasy points and a b plus rating currently as it stands in my model Ooh, fancy nerd guy model yeah just in my projection what are, what are you gonna call it right my, my my numbers my numbers database even sounds even worse there a bunch of nerds try to find out the least nerdy thing possible and they saw models on tv and they say yeah we'll roll with that one and now they've made that word absolutely brutal what are you gonna do so as your number 10 play we're gonna get inside the top 10 plays just a quick course preview right we're at hilton hamber in south carolina this is harbor town it is a jack nicholas plus pete dye designed course so you're going to have a little bit of everything here you know pete dye traditional if you don't know what you're going to be getting is actually completely different than a traditional course but traditionally pete dye means a lot of dog legs you can't see a lot hazards here and there bunkers with water all around them that's what you're going to be getting short courses forced layups you can't use your distance as much and that's what you're seeing driving distance isn't mattering here as much 7100 yards the course is a par 71 webb was the 2020 winner here and there are three par fives and those three par fives are three of the four easiest holes on course so you got to score in those par fives eagles birdies you got to score in those par fives the key stats this week for me are going to be strokes gained approach and really that long approach 175 to 200 yards the par five scoring we just talked about par four scoring from 400 to 450 yards and then also greens and regulation seems to be much more impactful here because of that second and third shot depending on your par three and par fours from your irons can you get there or will you have to be working around the green so that is where we are at this week at the rbc heritage and the Galf streets let's now move into the top 10 plays on the day right now and as we do two seconds of your time how you doing out there i hope you're having a lovely week right now please do like please do subscribe it's popping up right now and we'll be going live on wednesday around 10 a.m east coast time so in the morning so depending on when you're watching this it might already have happened so check that one out too but maybe maybe it's happening right now check back in here later and come ask me any live questions that you have we'll be building lineups with the lineup optimizer we'll be looking at ownership all these things that we provide linked to down below you can follow along with that on patreon but notification bell will let you know when we're going live tomorrow just in case you forget i'm sure nobody out there right now is writing down in their calendar that i'm going live at 10 a.m then people on the left coast the west coast they're out there right now saying you think i'm getting up for you you don't got to there'll be a replay don't worry about it all right i know i'm not that special chill out relax maxwell cool number nine play on the slate right now is going to be charlie hoffman and charlie hoffman has probably never been in better form coming into an event did not play in the masters but a second at the valero texas open six strokes gained on approach and charlie hoffman's irons have been absolutely fire his ball striking ranks seventh in this field right now his irons over his last 50 rounds ranks eighth overall in this field but let's look at what his irons have been doing recently we can look up fantasy national right now you can check out all their database not a partner or anything just use their tools because i think it's fantastic so this has been hoffman's recent finishes making the cut in every single event dating back to his second event of 2021 in waste management where he missed the cut but six straight 
straight made cuts, right? He has four top 20s during that time. But here's the bigger thing that I want to focus on. His approach play, gaining six strokes on approach, 7.3, 5.5, 4.8. I'm focused on approach here, especially your long irons. And he is absolutely dialed in when it comes to his approach play. Off the tee, not as dialed in, but still fine. Tee to green game because of that approach play has been dynamite right now. So Charlie Hoffman's recent plan approach now with a weaker field, not a totally weak field, still from very strong golfers, kind of top heavy, but in a relatively weaker field for Charlie Hoffman now, it's going to be looking good if these irons can stay where they're at. Hoffman, you know, is going to be a solid putter for you. He ranks right now 28th in this field out of 138 golfers and overall 11th in strokes gain total and the number four player in birdie or betters right now, my number nine play on the slate, Mr. Charlie Hoffman. Inside the top nine, we go into the number eight overall play on the slate. AI, the truth himself, Abraham answer. I'm not planning to try and get guys from each price range, but I'm going through 10 guys. So obviously we're going to be hitting on multiple, if not all of the price ranges. But right now we have a 10, a seven and an 8K guy, Abe answer just in the 8K range at $8,900. I think it's a little bit too cheap for what you're going to be getting here at this course. Now, if you look over his last 50 rounds, it's not going to be painting the best picture of what Abraham Ganser's current game is looking like. But Abraham answer, as we've been seeing recently, he ends up finishing 26 at the Masters where he gains three strokes. That's pretty fine in a loaded field. He ends up finishing 23rd, 22nd and 18th over his last four starts. So basically averaging a 24th place finish in each of his last four starts. The irons are clicking, gaining strokes in all those events that we actually have data for. The main thing right now for him is his short game, right? He's not a great around the green player. His putting has been a little bit off as of late, but factoring in just where he's at right now, a 30 to one favorite in this field. I currently have Abraham answer projected out for 69.7 points, making him my number eight play on the slate. And I have him ranked as a B overall right now. He ranks out 13th in strokes gain total in this field as our number eight play and the first man we talk about in that 8K range. Now we get inside the top seven, 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 and the seven overall might be one of the hottest players on the planet right now. I'm not just talking looks, although young, fine fella, but also in the golf game, Corey Connors, number seven play. Before we get into him, the sponsor of the program today is going to be one, Super Draft. And you might be saying, what is Super Draft? Well, Super Draft is a multiplier format where you just choose guys based on a multiplier. You can play whoever you want. So Dustin Johnson, the number one player in the field, highest price in DraftKings, number one ranked. He is right now a 1X multiplier. If he scores 60 points, you give him times 1X, 60 points. But if you want to scroll down to some guys who might be underpriced this week, let's just say a Kevin Nod, a 1.25X multiplier. If he scores 50, you multiply it by 1.25X and he actually gets 25% more bonus points. Now, as I stated, I currently do have super draft projections and a couple of things that I want to point out. I'll go over my top three super draft plays this week, but this is the big thing. Their contests normally don't fill. So right now we're early. We're still two days from the contest, but it's only 34 people out of 467 for their big long drive contest of $2,000 to first. You should be taking advantage of this. The contests usually start in the morning. So people forget to enter it. Normally these contests for golf only fill at 60 or 70% in their guaranteed prize pools. Meaning that if you enter these contests just ahead of time right now, more times than not, just by entering the contest, you are beating 30 to 40% of the field. If it only fills at 70 30% of the field all gets zeros that the site in Superdraft has to fill. So be sure I'm encouraging you. It's a fun format in general, but be sure to try it out because of that. Use the code Zal SAL. And if you put $25 or more, they'll give you $25 right back as some free dollar rooskies, a free little bonus to play with. But that is the biggest thing. This contest will not fill. And if it does not fill by 20 to 25 to 30%, however many people don't fill in it, that's how many people you automatically beat just by entering a lineup. You will not find that anywhere else in the sports betting space or DFS this entire week for golf. So check it out. It is linked down below. Superdraft is proud sponsor of this program. And as it stands right now, Corey Connors, there might not be anybody in this field right now at all playing as good golf. You could have made the case for Paul Casey, but Corey Connors continued that play at the Masters, gaining eight strokes overall. These are his last four finishes. Over his last four rounds of golf, yes, Jordan Speed has been playing better golf, but in this event right now, third, seventh, 14th, and an eighth, and he was basically live or even leading on the weekends or right there in the weekends to win almost all of these events. And the biggest factor why Corey Connors is just playing much better now is because the irons are dialed in as they always have been, but the putter, oof, 
that putter. I got a putter back there in my bag somewhere over there. Your boy's just golfed like two times in his life. Absolutely brutal. Brought 24 balls one time. Wasn't trying to go into the woods and find them. Was trying to say, you know what? You're going to lose your money if you're not good at this. Lost all 24 balls. What are you going to do? But the putter wasn't the reason why I was losing the balls. I mean, I was like five putting every single time I was on the green if I was lucky. But no, it was because I, I couldn't hit it anywhere. And when I did, I had no control over it. But you don't care about that. Corey Connors has control over it. The ball striking is absolutely elite. But right now, the putter, the putter is the thing that's taking him to that next level. If we bring back up what is happening in the database over at Fantasy National right now, here's Corey Connors' last four finishes. Look, the irons, we know they're good, right? We know they're good. The Masters, there's no data for that, but you're seeing the irons, right? 3.3 strokes gain, 5, 7.1. But this is the big thing right here. Corey Connors, as it stands, the putter, he's gaining strokes almost everywhere. He's not terrible. He was catastrophic one time around the green, and he still finished 14th overall. That's how good the putter and the irons, the combination of the short game and the ball striking has been right now for Corey Connors. So Corey Connors, he's going to be somebody that I assume a lot of people jump over to, but at $9,300, he's arguably underpriced as a 23 to 1 odds as this opened right now. The number one ball striker in the field and the number two strokes gain player in the entire field. You're getting him, in my opinion, at a discount for how he is currently putting and striking the ball. The number six overall play on the slate. We now hit the 6K range. So we, we've hit every six. We've hit every range right now. Let's see if this continues. $6,900 Doug Gim. He's too cheap. His odds are 125 to one, meaning that he should probably be like an extra, you know, $7,200 somewhere in that range. Based on the way that Doug Gim has been playing when we've seen him play lately, he's just a little bit too cheap here for me. Now, spoiler alert, he's not my favorite 6K option, but he is definitely a strong one who I believe deserves to be in the 7K range. Now, lately, you know, we've had some miscuts in there. You're going to get that out of the 6K range. Finished 44th at the Valero, where he gained over nine strokes T to green while losing seven and a half strokes with the putter. Let me say that again. He didn't miss the cut. He lost seven and a half strokes with the putter, still finished 44th because of the way that he was striking the ball off the tee and with the approach we're looking for here. He missed the cut at the Honda because he lost four strokes. I still can't get over that. He lost seven and a half strokes. He's now lost strokes putting in four straight events. It's gotten increasingly worse, losing 0.2, 2.9, 4.1, and 7.5. He is a terrible putter. He ranks 105th out of 138 golfers in this field, but you're hoping that the approach play, the ball striking can get you there for somebody in this field who ranks 22nd overall in strokes game total. I would say that there's a couple of guys in the sixth range, and we're going to get to some more, that have ceilings to them and a little bit of consistency to them, but none more really than Doug Gim at $6,900, where he ranks right now as a good scorer inside the top 25 in birdie or better, and a strong greens and regulation player, 26 overall. We'll give him right now the number six crown in our motto. So now we move inside the top to top to top to top top five plays on the day right now. And this man is one that I wanted to go right back to, the flop lag. People wanted to play this man at the Honda and he missed the cut. And I said, you know what? There's flop lag in this sport. We saw it with Corey Connors, his last missed cut. Nobody wanted to go back to him the next week. What do you get? You get a top 10 finish with not a lot of ownership. So we saw that flop lag at the Valeris Texo Open. Now, maybe because this guy has not played at the Masters, we can get a little bit lower ownership on him. But I would say I doubt that. Since he's in the 6K range, we might get a little bit of lower ownership just because people are not going down there as much. It's balanced ownership once you get to that point. But after coming off of a ninth place finish at the Valero, now maybe some people are onto who this is, at $6,500 this week, and I'll show you why the Vegas odds are indicating that he's massively underpriced, it is going to be Patton Kazire at 6500 Now, he ranks 20th overall in strokes gain total. A lot of that does come from his putting ability, but we obviously want a good putter if we can get a good putter in there, right? So 15th in birdie or better, ranks 5th for me, and he's 101 odds to win this. So let's just look at Doug Gim, who's already underpriced than I told you. Doug is $6,900 with 125 to one odds. Patton Kazire is $400 cheaper with better odds to win this event. So right there, but as that is telling me in comparing Patton Kazire's odds of 101 to other guys in the 7K range, Patton Kazire, just based on what Vegas is saying, should be priced around $7,400, $7,500. So he's massively underpriced. Coming off of a very strong showing, like we're saying at the Valero Texas Open, where he gained eight strokes on approach. Now those eight strokes on approach is probably not something you want to stick to because as a Fantasy Nationals database, that is the best that he's gained on record over the past decade or so. So it's definitely an 
outlier, but we saw this coming on a little bit. He had his gain strokes now in four out of his last five events, gaining four strokes at the players, only missing the cut at the Honda. That is his only missed cut, that Honda, where some people are on him, and he get the flop leg. Only missed cut since September at the Safeway. Gazire, based on Vegas odds, is massively underpriced. At 6,500, he is one of my favorite 6K options. Do you know what comes after number five? Yes, number four. The number four play on the day today is going to be one, another $6,000 player. Can you guess who it is? He's cheaper than Pat Gazire. He is $6,400. His name is Bryce Garnett. Bryce Garnett, just another value option. Bryce Garnett, so Kazire is definitely underpriced, and so is Doug Gim right now for how they've been playing. Bryce Garnett's been playing well. He's been playing very good. He's a decent de- drafting scorer, but he's more so on this list just because he's cheaper, right? He's just another cheaper option for you. And we have seen some consistency lately. Coming off of the missed cut at the Texas Open, the Valero, I don't think anybody will be on him after that. But I had a very strong showings before that. A fifth, a 25th, and a ninth in three out of his last four events before the Valero Texas Open. I would say he is the poorer man's patent Kazire in terms of being probably his best asset like Kazire, the putter, right? Ranks 19th in this field in putting, Kazire ranking 13th. And he's a quality player in this range. I would say that if you had to choose, probably Kazire by the end of the week will rank higher for me. I'm just a little bit worried about ownership and Doug Gim than a Bryce Garnett. You're getting a little bit more consistency out of it. You're also seeing Garnett have success overseas. He had that fifth at the Puerto Rico Open and the ninth at the Corrales. So not as strong competitions. Puerto Rico was a decently strong field, but not as strong as you're going to be getting in competitions like this one here this week at the RBC. So even though he ranks fourth for me and ahead of some of these other 6K guys, I think that will flip-flop later in the week and we'll see. You can talk about it tomorrow on the live stream. Again, tune into that one. Depending on ownership and where the final projections come in on Bryce Garnett, our number three play in the day as we get into the top three, somebody that I normally don't have, but he's grading out really good on this course and for where his current price point is in this field, Matthew Fitzpatrick right now, 17 to one odds to win this thing when it opened up. That's basically having him probably 500 to $600 under price. As we get into the top three plays on the day, I just want to let you know right now about all the benefits and perks, tools, and analysis that we have linked down below. So you can check it all out. So on Patreon, it's like the first or second link in the description below. Lots of stuff in there. A lineup optimizer. We use that on the live streams. You can check it out. Lineup optimizer for golf, projections, ranks, other sports as well. If you're into MMA, NBA, NFL, and that comes back up, MLB, a bunch of other sports in there as well. But you're tuning into this golf video. So PGA, we have a bunch of things like ownership, top rankings, top rated plays, projections, the optimizer, a discord for you to check out access to every sports channel in the discord if you are a Patreon member. So here's the whole point of this, right? It is to build a community, right? Of like-minded people, reduce your research time and increase your chances of winning. So you have to do less, get to hang out with like-minded people wherever you want, hopefully in person as we get some more COVID things to open up, but also just in the discord right now and improving your chances of winning. So you have more time, right? Less time having to go out and research on your own and you have more time for your kids, your family, your friends, your hobbies, whatever you actually want to do. And you can just sweat the golf event with having the best information out there and enough information. Not, not that we're giving you or handing picks to you. That's a waste of your money in a scam if anybody's doing that, but the tools to allow you to do it in a much more efficient manner and increase your chances of winning. You can't fucking beat that link down below in the description. Come join that lovely, lovely community. So the number three in the play, like I was saying, Mr. Matthew Fitzpatrick, not a guy that I usually like. I mean, he's arguably the best putter in this field, although the, the putting God and Denny McCarthy's in the field. So second or third best putter in the field right now, one of the best strokes gain total players and one of the highest ranked players in the world right now, right? Quietly like a top 10 ranked player in the world. He's quietly probably going to move all the way up to like 15 or 14 to one odds to win this as that 16, 18 number that we saw early on gets bet down. Matthew Fitzpatrick for me ranks out today right now for 72.4 fantasy points at his cheap price point where I currently have him projected out. He should be closer to a $10,000 golfer in this field. And if you know me, I never play Fitzpatrick. He's normally like $8,8,500 in most loaded fields and I'm never on it. Now in this field, he's barely getting a price increase and he's $9,100. You can see his recent play on Fantasy National. It's all been great. 34th of the Masters, fine, hard competition. He doesn't usually, I don't think he usually sets up well there. Although everybody can say anybody can win here. I don't think he usually sets up well there. A ninth, a 10th, an 11th, a 5th. Look at how this guy's been playing. And the big thing with Matthew Fitzpatrick is he's adding ball striking. Like he's adding ball striking in a major way. The off the tee play is the big thing that you're noticing. Gaining strokes in his last four events that we have data for, and it's been increasingly getting better. As you can see right here, the around the green play has been fine. Approach is okay, but the off the tee play is the big thing. We know the putter is going to be there. He's one of the best putters in the world right now. He's playing as consistent as anybody you're going to find in this field, yet you're getting a nice price point on him. I think Fitzpatrick should probably be 97, 98 to $10,000 in this field. You're getting him 
barely touching the $9,000 range. Inside the top three, we go to the number two, numero dos, play on the slate right now. It's somebody who had success here last year. It's somebody who sets up, I would say, nicely here, Terrell Hatton. And what I saw at the Masters was enough for me. He gained five strokes at the Masters. It was enough for me to kind of believe the projections that I'm getting on him for this week. You had the miscut at the players. And honestly, a lot of people want to be saying, oh, Hatton's not playing as well right now, right? Like the off the tee game, it's actually decent, but the approach play, it's, it's hit or miss. The putter is hit or miss. But for the most part, it was just one thing each week, right? Like you saw it when he missed the cut at the players. Okay, a couple of things were gone, the short game and the approach. But at the Arnold Palmer, he finishes 21st while losing five strokes at the putter. Pretty crazy. 22nd at the WDC Mexico, a smaller field while losing six and a half strokes around the green. 23rd at the RSM while kind of losing a little bit of strokes off the tee and not being great there. So it's not like his game was all falling apart. Everything was clicking and then one thing would kind of go and he's still finishing top 20 for you. So imagine the week where he doesn't lose six strokes at the putter or six strokes around the green. Those 20th and 21st place finishes are pushing for a win in a top five finish. So Hatton right here, there's a narrative going on it right now that he's just not there. He's not playing well, right? Because he missed a cut at the Masters last year in November. And since then, all he's done is put up top 20 finishes. Like that's the issue with him right now. We've seen him on the PGA Tour four times this year. He's had three top 22 finishes or better and a missed cut at the players. Now in a better field or a weaker field as a great irons player, good scorer. My number two play in the slate right now, slightly ahead of Matthew Fitzpatrick. I have him for 75.6 fantasy points. And as we roll into the number one, the numero uno, the head honcho, the kingpin, a man that I do not think is going to win this event. Although he did open up with some decent odds this week, I must say. His odds right now to win this thing opened up at 60 to one. I'd say it's pretty decent and probably should make him like an $8,000 golfer based on those odds, if not higher. The kingpin himself, the number one player, the hustler, the money macho man this week. And all these things I'm describing are, if you see a picture of this man, you're going to be like, that's not him. It's not true at all. But Mr. Chris Kirk. Chris Kirk is nothing of what I've just defined himself, except, a, you know, PJ Golfer, money man himself for sure. Maybe a kingpin. Who knows what he does in his free time? The problem with Chris Kirk is definitely going to be ownership because everybody's going to be on him because similar to what I would say for Pat and Kazire, although I don't know if many people will go back to there, Chris Kirk has been playing very well. And Chris Kirk has been playing well for a long period of time and continues to be like, honestly, he's this price point in a loaded field. And now he's $7,500 and not a great field, even though all he does is continue to play well. So he missed the cut at the waste management. His only missed cut this year. Other than that, a second, a 16th, a 16th, an eighth, a 48th, a 25th, and a sixth. Those are his finishes this year. I know it's a mouthful, but basically what that's saying is he's made the cut everywhere. And in every single event, but one, he's finished top 25 or better with a bunch of top 10 finishes sprinkled in there. Now he gets a weaker field. You're getting Chris Kirk lately to see the approach play playing. Everything's basically dialed in for him, right? If the putter is going to go for Chris Kirk, which can be hit or miss for him, if it's going to be there, you're probably getting a top 20 finish in this type of a field, if not a top 10 finish. Because everything else right now, the off the tee game, everything we've seen this year from off the tee and approach play outside of a little bit of a blunder on the Honda with approach losing a stroke. But everything we've seen from Chris Kirk has been absolutely dynamite, fantastic. It makes me want to get a good amount of Chris Kirk. The only hesitation for this $7,000 golfer is the fact that there is likely going to be a lot of ownership on him. We can talk more about that on the live stream tomorrow. We can talk more about that as the week goes on and I update projections and anything else like that. But this is it. Take a screenshot with your eyeballs right now and your earballs if you want to. Take a screenshot if you're on the podcast with your earballs. How about that one? Put that on a t shirt. So here's your top 10 plays in the day right now. I appreciate you all tuning in right now this week for the RBC Heritage, the event. I actually like it a lot. It's an interesting golf course, but it comes after. It comes after, after the Masters. So, you know, usually you don't get as many guys here. DJ Dustin Johnson, we didn't talk about him. Where are these other guys that are not talking about? Webb Simpson, the defending champ. They're not in my top 10. So it means I'm probably not going to have as much as the field. But it seems like DJ is not picking up all that much ownership this week. Maybe he'll be 5, 6, 7% owned as the sponsor here, the RBC boy himself. So I'm sure he'll kind of move on. If you want to see outside of the top 10 plays and maybe where some updates come later in the week, what the ownership looks like, you want to play around with the optimizer, all that stuff, you can check it out down below. But I appreciate you tuning in up until this point. Come into the live stream tomorrow and hang out. Relax, Max, all cool. Before you go, like and subscribe to this channel here and, and, and support the sponsor of the program if you are indeed interested. That will indeed be Super Draft or this contest is not going to fill. Be sure to get in. It's linked down below. You sign up, you use that link, you use the code SAL, S-A-L, and they will give you a $25 just free to play with if you put in $25 or more, which I think is maybe the minimum over there anyways. So you get into this contest. It won't fill. If you could even check it on Thursday morning if you're up. If you're on the West Coast, it might be a little bit difficult, but if you're up, this will probably be like 60, 70% filled at most, especially the week after the Masters. Not as many people are going to be back into the streets. So check it out. Use that code and just be 
beat 30% of the people literally just by entering a lineup. It's that simple because this is a guaranteed prize pill that will not fill. I'll see you all on the next one on that live stream. I'll see you all on some NBA content. If you're into that, some NFL content starting up soon. Appreciate you all. Enjoy the rest of your day. Shout out Thomas Jefferson for whatever he did, unless he did some wild stuff that people are bringing up these days and he's getting canceled. And I hate that man. Terrible man. All right. See y'all in the next one.